Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Veterans are who we are, what we talk about, who we fight for. This podcast sheds light on real issues facing our veterans. It informs the uninformed, it celebrates their triumphs, and provides hope to those fighting a silent battle. This is Upholding Valor. Welcome. I'm Jill Atwood, Director of Communications for the VA Salt Lake City Healthcare System and your host for Upholding Valor. Today, we're going to talk about the lasting impact on healthcare due to COVID-19. We're going to check in with one veteran and a provider really trying to adapt to the new norm. The new norm here is VA Video Connect or virtual healthcare. We're really trying to push this for our veterans so we can stay connected in this uncertain time and we don't know how long this is going to go on. So I want to introduce Jim Draculis. He is an Air Force and Army veteran. And we also have Jeanette Lambert. And Jeanette and I go way back. We've been here at the VA for a long time. And she is an RN in our in our mental health building. So thank you so much, both of you, for, for being here. I know sometimes it's even hard to get on campus with all the, the screening and the checks, and we're all trying to be safe. So I, I appreciate you coming and, and sharing your story. You know, Jim, I want to start with you. Uh, I had a friend ask me the other day, how are our veterans doing specifically? Because, you know, a lot of folks think, of, think of, when they think of veterans, they think about our older veterans, our, our more vulnerable population. You are an older veteran. And a lot of things, I'm sure, have changed for you in the last six months with, with this pandemic. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. Um, thank you for asking. Um, I think that I am a little bit more of an adventurous type veteran that I'm willing to to get out there and do things good um that makes me happy so you're not so you're not isolating take me through when it first happened and and sort of how 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 things have evolved for you through this well it it began way back in in the first part of march Mm -hmm. and um so we immediately got uh veterans got basically cut off from the va and uh, but the va quickly because I think they've already had some some experience in doing telehealth with certain uh, distant veterans, and uh, so it was easily incorporated. And with me, it was um, fairly easy to do. I just uh, they sent you out a, an email, and then you just click on the right spot and you connect. 
at that particular hour. Some type, sometimes the questionnaires in order to connect are very, uh, uh, a lot of typing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, finger typing, basically, on your either your iPod or your iPhone or your, or your Android sure. phone to do the connection, the video connection. But once you connect, it's, uh, you're doing a kind of, like you worded it, a virtual um, one-on-one with your your provider or your and there's it's 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 increasing and not just uh, certain individuals but it's going more wholesale throughout the VA mm-hmm. with a lot of different appointments that one might have but it's fairly easy. How important has this connection? been for you? Because I know that was a, a fear for many veterans. We had a lot of phone calls, a lot of communication we need. We needed to get out that things are a little bit different now uh, f- for a while. We call it the new norm. But how has that connection been for you? How important? That, that connection's been fairly uh, important because I'm able to connect with my uh, the people that I need to connect, my providers, my therapist. Um, I'm able to see them live um, and and do a one-on-one with them. It's not necessarily the most comfortable of of of, of without being in live uh, face-to-face. It, it's kind of like like talking to God almost because <laughs> 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 you're not seeing Him face-to-face, but you are somewhat in a video uh, conference. Um, however, uh, it, it, it suffices. It does the job uh, for the meantime. I know that the VA is, is kind of like a, right now, it's kind of like a ghost town uh, around here at the VA. But, um, but you can keep in touch sure. with uh, your, your health care providers, uh, neurology and uh, endocrinology and uh, my primary care doctor and uh, and my therapist and my psychiatrist, all of these people I've been able to talk to live um, through the telehealth communication. So it's been, for me, a very positive experience um, because I need that. Sure, and I think we all would prefer face-to-face in, in, in many different scenarios. I don't know about just a routine checkup. I'm probably okay with, you know, the virtual stuff, but I think um, most of us would like that one-on-one connection. So we're going to embrace the positive because that's what we, we need to do here. Um, do you find it more convenient as well? Does it save you time? Yes, it does save you time because you don't have to get up and if you, like I, I live in Provo, so I have to drive uh, 50 minutes away to get here to oh my the goodness. VA. Yeah, that's a long um, drive. But uh, in, in that sense, it's very convenient because you just can put a, a nice shirt on and be in your shorts in front of your provider. and Or just keep your PJs on. I don't yeah. think they care. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, if you're in the hospital, you are in your PJs. <laughs> you know, if you're in... Uh, you know, uh, how do you call it? In in you know, if you're in in the hospital for care, right. but if you're in to see the doctor just on a, an appointment, no, you're in street clothes. But at home, you can uh, still see the the provider face to face, video face to face, I should say. But uh, they're the same person, and they sure they uh, 
um, we, you can share the same jokes sure. with them and laugh and, and, and or for that matter, cry over, over your situation. Um, and they can sense that just as easily as if you were in person. How, you know, I don't know what else to say, that it's been a good experience for me. I appreciate um, that, Jim. I'm going to bring Jeanette in for a second because you mentioned something earlier that really telehealth and VA Video Connect is not new to the VA. In fact, I, I, I'm pretty certain we lead the way when it comes to this sort of things. And I was just over in, we're uh, taping this from Salt Lake City, I was just over in Building 590, and they have a completely new designated room with pods just for this for VA Video Connect and it was really quite impressive and I I would argue that you probably wouldn't find anything like that elsewhere in the state or or even in the country for that matter maybe at VA hospitals. Um, Jeanette talk to me about your role as a provider doing VA Video Connect. I know that we've all done it in the past but we've had to just ramp it way up. And it's not the most comfortable change for a lot of our providers who have been doing this for a long time. Um, talk to me about uh, that transition and, and really that, that learning curve of having to, to get up to speed quickly. Right. Well, you know, they actually started this training in what we refer to it as VVC, um, which is the, the Video Connect, um, way before the pandemic came. And I kind of felt like it wasn't something I'd really use. Um, some of the doctors and stuff would have to use it with people that live far away. Our, you know, this VA has a catchment area that's massive, and there are people that are six, eight hours away. And so it's been very useful for that small amount of people to see their doctor. Um, when the pandemic came, it became clear that if I wanted to see my patients, that's how I had to see them, was was through the Video Connect. And... Um, you know, initially we just, I did phone calls, um, and it, there, you know, the phone line's not enough for me anyway, because body language, you know, your eyes, all those other things just really make a big difference. I am not a technologically savvy person. Right. I'm a middle-aged woman and <laughs> did not grow up with computers. Gotcha. Um, and so I, anyway, and so I was scared. Uh, but once I did it, I couldn't believe how user-friendly it was and how wonderful it was and that I really was able to relax and kind of f- feel like I was just doing my regular live interview or uh, and, and assessing and, you know, having been able to do my full job as a nurse, um, which I can't do just on the phone. And what types of appointments do you do specifically? Talk to me a little bit about the, the work that you do. Mm-hmm. And do you feel like you're making an impact virtually? Um, well, what I do is I'm a case manager, and so a lot of what I do is supportive in nature. Um, you know, I'll, I'll ask them about their medications. Do they need refills? Um, you know, how are they doing? Uh, what's going on in their lives? What are their stressors? Right now, there's tons of stressors. Everybody in the whole world is, you know, our stress level is up. And so that does mean that anxiety disorders and depressive disorders and and all those things are going to be manifesting at a higher level because of the just general stress level. So just seeing that they're okay or that they're not okay and being able to talk to them, um, you know, having them access tools they've learned through their therapy and and stuff like that um, and getting them to someone they need maybe need to see. You know, maybe they need a medication change. Sure. And so I can get a hold of the doc and say, hey, we need you, you to do a VBC with this patient because... 
they're really struggling right now. You said something earlier about you feel like as a society we're kind of losing connection. Oh, what did, absolutely. What, what did you mean by that? Well, I mean, if you just think about, about your life and all the things that you did prior to March 2020, you know, church, uh, movies, restaurants, just just all the connection, talking to neighbors, bringing, you know, hugging. That's that I was a huggy person. I'm a hugger too. <laughs> I know it's hard. And it just stopped. It just like absolutely stopped. And, you know, at, we are tribal by nature. Yeah. We need each other. And that connection, you know, has always been up close and personal. And we're having to adjust it to try to maintain the personal but not up close. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it, it is a learning curve. How do we get more veterans to buy into this? I'm going to start with you, Jeanette, and then we'll go to you, Jim. How do we get more veterans to buy into this and realize it is pretty simple? Not ideal for every right. case, of course, but that, that, that we need to do this. I think you, you buy in it when you try it. When you try it, it becomes, it manifests itself as, hey, this works. You know, um, that was it was for me. You know, I don't like being on video. I don't like seeing myself. <laughs> but what I get, being able to see my veterans and know that they're okay and see their eyes and see their smile and body language and everything else, um, it literally is try it. If you hate it, then don't do it. But I think that almost everyone I've done it with has said, hey, this is fine. You know, oh, this good. worked. You've gotten positive feedback. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. What do you think, Jim? How do we get other veterans to, to be adventurous like you and and go for the VA Video Connect? Because it is just as simple as, as clicking on a link. It is as simple as clicking on a link. And you hope that the link works. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Sometimes they don't. Um, but uh, in, in my case... Oftentimes, uh, when it doesn't work, the provider usually calls you on the phone to see uh, what's going on, and then uh, immediately they send another link. It's kind of like, I don't want to compare it, but it's like Zoom. Oftentimes, I I have Zoom conferences with other people, Mm -hmm. Um, not too often, but I do, and if I don't have that link, I can't communicate with them. Whereas the VA Video Connect, they, a video conference, uh, they, the link, you just click on it and then it, 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 it takes you through a series of uh, questions that you answer positively or negatively, whatever you do. It's just a matter of typing in your name and address. And then, and then it just takes you to the provider and if the provider isn't up yet it just has you it tells you calmly like like on the phone call the it keeps come back to reassure you that person's on you know on that we've notified the individual and they'll be on there really quick um it's just like waiting in the exam room right you know they're going to come in the yeah. door any second and it, it, it oftentimes i know that uh, elderly people are a lot more reluctant to try new things because Nobody likes change, uh, or change is daunting at, at the beginning. But the more you try it, the and you, more experience you get. Uh, I just want to reiterate something that Jen said. Um, uh, you know, it's amazing me that she has um, been a forefront uh, exemplar 
for other people because she says, well, I got this other person that needs to practice how to do this. Will you be willing to uh, uh, be the guinea pig? <laughs> she doesn't use those words, but that's <laughs> how, that's what you end up being. Sure. And he says, okay, yeah, I'll try it. And then, you know, the other person on a certain time and hour uh, calls you up and away you go. And and it's not necessarily that they they ask you inquisitive questions. They just want to know how to do it on their end. And on your end, if you have experience, you just keep on rolling with the ball. Well, it's the same thing for the veteran. He just has to try it. And uh, the more often, uh, it's kind of like anything, You just the more you try, the more experience you get. And uh, the easier it becomes. Um, and so it it really is all that. It's just as simple as trying it um, and over and over. Uh, and most of the time, I'd say 90, 95% of the time or maybe higher, it, it works. And so you're able to connect with your provider or your therapist or whoever. And it works. It really does work. And you're able to get the... The, the loneliness out of your way. That leads me to my final question for you. Does it, has it made you feel safer during these crazy times? That's good. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, yeah, you're talking to an Uber driver, so. <laughs> so <laughs> so I'm, you are adventurous. Yes, I am very adventurous. So I, I think have, you understand, though, what I'm, what yes. I'm asking. No, it you. does make me very much safer. Uh, in fact, I do know of individuals that are are just reluctant to try this, and um, it's something that they have to individually get over. It's it's that simple. It's just uh, like putting your toe in the swimming pool. Sure. You know, you just either uh, sooner or later you got to jump in that cold water. There is a resource I'd like to direct you to. It's connectedcare.va.gov. Connectedcare.va.gov, and that explains everything it's really more information that you need if you're curious though and you're listening and you want to see what we're talking about go to that website thank you jim thank you jeanette so much i appreciate it we we need people to come forward and help us educate veterans and because we're all in this together right yes we are definitely we are all in this together thank you and it works i appreciate that and thanks for joining us today for upholding valor stay safe take care of each other and be kind. This is Jill Atwood. I'm a VA employee, Army veteran, and veteran of Desert Storm, and this is very personal to me. There is no greater mission than to serve and fight for those who fought for us. Thanks for listening, and thanks for caring. If you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe or rate us, or better yet, tell a vet and tell a friend to tune in by texting veterans to 57500 or go to ksl360.com slash veterans. VA is honored to serve you. Talk to you next time.